Welcome to Wild Out Productions. I'm here with my good friend Dustin Packlip, and we'll be discussing green or red flags to look for in a relationship. And just to let you know, Dustin is a world-renowned recording <laughs> artist and singer. So oh, if you ever get to hear his albums, um, check it out on Spotify or whatever channel you can find them on. <laughs> You're too kind. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, bro? Good, bud. I appreciate you coming here. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. I know, it's always been like a long time since we ever hang out. But I feel like our friendship is really cool. Looking back on it over the years, it's been like a decade. Personality, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it is childhood, and a lot of it is 
yeah, it's interesting. Like the the um, I guess insight you can gain and self awareness you can gain through just talking it out and just having someone to give you like insight, you know? Yeah. From perspective. There's a lot of things, but anywho, yeah, that's my first one. Compatible beliefs, values. The second thing I would say is emotional support. And, and that's something I never even thought about until my wife or realized. I like in marriage, you mean? Yeah, or in a relationship too. Uh, what, what I needed was emotional support. Like having that is so crucial. Like I think for anybody, because like I used to think of support as like, oh, they support my goals. But it's more than that. It's like they support you in the ups and the downs. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, don't, I never had that until my wife. So yeah, I didn't realize I was missing it or I needed it. And that's what you're missing from all your other relationships. Yeah, like I know we spoke earlier like about how, for example, if I had like a bad day at work and like, for me, I got to talk it out mm -hmm. um, and then I feel better and I just carry on. I had relationships where like, I feel like if I had a bad day at work and I tried to talk it out to that person I was with at the time, like I feel like she would um, make me feel bad for feeling sad. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, I mean, obviously, I don't think that's right because it's, who is she to say that you can't feel that way? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, vice versa. If how we talk to our partners about our feelings mm -hmm. is important because that allows you to let them figure out their actual feelings because in yeah, the end yeah. they'll get over it not, I'm not saying get over but you know they're actually gonna maybe learn from it because you're yeah. giving them time to reflect yeah it's a healthy way to manage your emotions mm -hmm. like you're creating a healthy environment for that to happen I mean my wife work at it too like we're not perfect like there's times where I mess up or she messes up and we don't we sometimes like get impatient with the other but we still try you know we try to create that environment where like we can talk about what's bothering us or yeah where i never had that before like, i feel like my ex one of my exes would be like this one particular one would be like suck it up or you know like make me feel like you're not you're less of a man because you're feeling this way like jeez i could see that mm -hmm. in the case with this one person i was dating several years ago yeah <laughs> dang so when you and um, your wife, do you actually make a set time to, to have these like shared space for each other? Sometimes, yeah. Which, what time of the day works best for you two? For you both, I should say. Oh man, that's, that's the hardest part. I know some, some couples will make it like, maybe it's like, in, it could be like on their lunch break or it could be like right before bed but not everyone has the energy or yeah patience at that time so it's like people will set a time and i've, I've only like because of just listening to other relational podcasts i was like that's a smart thing to do you know yeah yeah that's that is a good thing we um i guess it would be before bed yeah uh, right before bed because 
for me, optimally, it would be like late at night, like midnight, because that's when my brain's cooking the most. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> you're a nocturnal mind. Yeah. <laughs> I still, it's like a, an old college thing I never kicked, I guess. I'm still like night owl. Yeah. Like, writing songs in the darkness. <laughs> and Kiana's awake too? No, she's sleeping. Oh, nice. Yeah, I go to bed late, like I still sleep. And weird, I, I, I train 5 a.m. in the morning. I don't know, I just don't sleep, I guess. Dude, I do five hour sleeps too, and people don't believe that. Like, this girl I met was like, for a guy that's a morning person, you don't sleep very early. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't think the eight hour rule is real. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, it's technically, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's good, I think, for younger minds, but I'm like kind of getting up there in age. I'm 34, so it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's different, I think, for me. It's relative. The, um... I mean, generally speaking, you want to get at least seven. That's what I've heard. That's I hear that too, because of like, if you're trying to be healthy, like, especially people who are actually working out. And yeah, to, like, yeah. Get muscle grow and stuff. Yeah, there's like um, UC fighters, uh, you're, like you're at Faber guys, mm -hmm. like who they, they train up in California, Team Alpha Male. I think it's called that, at least. Um, but mm -hmm. one of their fighters, yeah, I was explaining to my brother-in-law because he visited them. He's a PT, so like, they were saying. Your brother-in-law. Kiana's brother? No, my um, sister's husband. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like, they were saying, like, seven hours of sleep is not non-negotiable. Like, for their athletes, like, you have to get at least that much. Cause, athletes. Yeah, because the body is recovering in that the sleep. Yeah, true. I read that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I so... But I think it is relative how you're saying, like, as you, as you get older, you might need less, I think, sometimes, and... I think based on your lifestyle, like for me, it, I've done a study on myself, like a, just my own kind of thing, because we had to for grad school, and I just kept doing it. Mm -hmm. Like tracking, letting yourself sleep in, and seeing what time you wake up naturally. Mm -hmm. You track your hours. I know for, for my body, it seems to be six and a half to seven hours is like where I'm optimal. Like I'm like, like the best version of myself. I can get by on five, but like yeah. better to get six and a half to seven. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I do rely on afternoon naps, like quick nap, like on my break or something. Naps are great. Yeah. A lot of bodybuilders nap apparently because that's when they're healing their muscles. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. They're like sleeping a lot apparently. Yeah. See? So just to let you know, um, Dustin is also a Jiu Jitsu. Fighter or a movie, uh, MMA fighter, so no, no, no. Maybe not yet, but yeah, who knows? We'll just, know. we'll just leave it there. Uh, no, I don't think I can train <laughs> striking at my age, man. I, I feel like, dude, dude, some of those young kids are just animals, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of them are they have that drive because of just. There's a lot of up and coming fighters who are mainly from certain countries, and now they can validate with that, like, or identify with that and be like, hey, yeah. I can do that too. Which is cool. Dude, that is cool. Yeah. I'm at the dad, like, level. <laughs> I just do it for my health and I, I enjoy it a lot. Mm hmm. No, yeah, that's true. For your mental health and physical Ooh. health. Oh, yeah. Dude, mental health, man. Like, Jujitsu, especially, it's like a puzzle. Like, it's like, I read this quote somewhere that was saying like, the human brain was designed to, to solve problems. 
And when mm. there's not enough problems to solve or not any problems to solve, it starts to create problems. Like withering away your own brain? No, like, <laughs> no, I think it's very re reflective of, of society. And look at the Western culture, how we have it so good. And there's really nothing we're ever in need of. But because we have everything we need, we start to create all these like weird, like made up problems, you know, like first world problems. Ooh, give me a good example. Hmm. <laughs> it can be it, it can be related to relationships or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of the the culture war we're currently in. <laughs> oh, there's so much counterculture. I can't. I, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot. Like there's things that shouldn't be problems, but people make them out to be bigger than they actually are. You know. <laughs> I have a feeling where it's gonna where you want to say, it, but I kind of don't want to assume. <laughs> Okay, let's not talk about it. He thinks it's gonna be <laughs> okay. I think I know what it is. We'll say it off the recording. But yeah, like there, the human brain was was designed to solve problems. So when there's not problems to solve, it starts to create problems. So like, I notice when I don't work out or, or train or something, my brain starts to get like paranoid, like sketchy. Mm. I, I don't. I, it starts to like, I get like, I don't know. I get sketched out of things and I get, I overthink and I start to like get paranoid of my surroundings. But when I, when I work out and I, my hormones are balanced and everything is leveled again, it's like, okay, I can, I'm thinking clear now. So work, working out is definitely conducive. I think working out your body heals the brain, you know? Mm, like, okay. Heals the mind. And jujitsu is such a great double whammy because it's, it's that physical health with the mental puzzle I gotta keep solving and yeah there's so many possibilities in jujitsu it's like a never-ending puzzle I think I have it figured out and then I don't like getting in and out of a, 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 a hold yeah there's so many variables like to even to, to enter into like the, the pathway to the submission you know mm -hmm. it's like whatever the guy's doing you gotta f adjust in the moment and figure out like how to do it it's really you against you in there if you think about it because you're fighting against your your mentality. Yeah, you want to push your game, mm -hmm. but like that guy's putting things in your way, so he's probably trying to push his game. Right. But I'm, you're thinking about yourself the whole time. Like, how are you gonna do this, right? Yeah. Like fighting, actually. <laughs> Ideally, well, isn't that what it comes down to? Yeah, you versus you. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Holy cow! This is like a cool talk. <laughs> it's like it's like branching off. Everyone branches off into a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or not. What was your, um, wait, what, were, what number are you on? Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> so first one was compatible beliefs and values, emotional support, number two. Number three is faithfulness and loyalty. Faith, yeah. That's an important quality. There were, yeah, I'm not gonna say. But there, yeah, there, uh, that was rough. Nah, let's give it on the right. All right. <laughs> That's important. Those are important. <laughs> well, okay, so loyalty. Um, loyalty. Like um, basically trusting each other to be doing your things, even if it's separate kind of thing. Would that be a good... I mean, yeah, having trust. Like being able to trust, to trust each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
That's kind of related to one of the other things I listed. But faithfulness and loyalty, I guess, like, knowing, yeah, yeah. I guess trusting that this person is gonna stick, they stand by me through the hardest of seasons, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's been times in my friend groups I've seen, like, once things go bad, they just, like, it's easy, to, especially in our culture today, it's easy to just discard and just, like... Oh, this is even with good friends. Yeah, I've seen this, like, this is a pattern I've seen in, like, I have a lot of friends, like, from different demographics and backgrounds, so I, I like to think I can have pretty good insight. Yeah. But I don't have just the same kinds of friends, I have a lot of circles. But the patterns I see is, like, yeah, in relationships, they get into, like, um, when things are not super good, like, it's easier to just walk away or just discard and want to somebody else instead of working on it they mm-hmm. just like kind of just leave and there's not that resiliency anymore I feel in the younger generations like faith that, that faithfulness that like okay we had a really bad fight but we're gonna work through it you know yeah now if it's toxic that's a different story <laughs> there's like mm-hmm. a string of like toxicity and abusive fights that's different yeah you know? but like having one or two bad fights I guess it really depends but still I I would like to see more resiliency out of like younger people, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would say that there are people who do go into relationships, and when they are faced with that conflict that they may have not resolved in a previous relationship, that person may check out of the relationship oh. because they don't want to deal with it. So yeah, wow. they will basically move on to someone who will tolerate that that Whoa. conflict or that whatever that is. And I have seen that and I've witnessed that in real life. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's, it, it, and, and I noticed too that on my, if I was to think about my flaws, mm-hmm. I have definitely, well, this is probably also before when I had commitment issues. Mm-hmm. So like when I know like the girl tells me they love me, mm-hmm. I will check out because I'm like, holy oh, fuck, wow. I cannot, I don't know if I can love you because oh, I wow. don't know if I have the capacity to love you because I couldn't maybe love myself, you know? Wow. Yeah, that, that actually comes so that those two examples you gave was like with yourself and then like just in general, someone who hasn't dealt with their previous baggage mm-hmm. that ultimately comes down to self-accountability mm-hmm. yeah like working on yourself which is not common I think <laughs> in a lot of people today yeah regardless of age it's important to be self-aware and actually that kind of leads into number four or mm-hmm. communication <laughs> be able to have long talks or heavy talks you know yeah, you just yeah. communicate how you feel and respectfully <laughs> Yeah. Healthy communication is important. <laughs> I know that some people will communicate, even though it's not effective, but they may communicate through shouting or yeah. it could even be a silent treatment, for instance. But it's yeah. not, if you already know your partner and you know they're doing that, I think it's good to. I'd say give them the space, but don't technically leave them alone. Like you will mm. say like, okay, I'll give you so much time 
and maybe at this time, let's come back to this. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, it has to be mutually agreed upon for sure. Mm -hmm. But my wife and I do that. Yeah. When we get into fights, like we've agreed that okay, we'll we'll set a time. Usually it's one hour. It's like, oh, that's actually really good. Yeah. Usually it's like okay. One hour. I like that. You. I I love you guys' marriage. So Thanks. far, like the way you're just saying things, it's so awesome. Thanks. Yeah, like it, it helps to have those boundaries and those systems in place, you know? Like, if we get into a fight, well, in the past, we've been like, okay, let's just take a break from each other and like we'll come back together in an hour. And there's been a couple times where it was like, oh, really? We were both really angry, so we gave it an extra hour. Oh. We came back and we're like, wait, one more, one more hour, <laughs> you know? Hey, at least then, we were able to communicate that yeah yeah it helps to have just that mutual respect and trust you know mm -hmm. and like and Kia I'm different like I like to work things out now like <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you I'm yeah like, yeah I had to and that was a flaw I had in my very first relationship impatience and being impatient maybe yeah I, I'm thinking like I I'm doing the right thing by like no we're gonna work this, work this out right now mm -hmm. we're gonna sit down we're gonna work it out right now but Sometimes I learn now, like, I, and I, I feel bad about that because that's that was definitely one of the many flaws I had in that relationship. But like, I, I learned now that everyone's different. You know, everyone has a different um, threshold and tolerance level, and you have to like meet people halfway with that. Like, okay, like maybe you need this space in, or, in order for us to efficiently work this out. Because maybe that person could just sit down with me because I because I need that yeah but they're not gonna get what they need you know so yeah it, it goes both ways in relationships like, friendships too like, any kind of relationship yeah and yeah yeah man having that ability to to know what the other person needs like feel them out mm -hmm. but that's the emotional support that's number two and then communicate what you need to each other yeah like being aware that everyone's different like kiana is totally like that type where she needs time away she can't think in the moment she's too frantic mm -hmm. and as much as i hate it because i want to work it out now i just gotta like give her that space yeah and yeah that's hard for me it's not natural to me <laughs> i feel like it also comes maybe how parents would expect us to be like available to them when they, we get up one up to our, to our problem or something. Yeah, know. dude, parenting, man. It, it's amazing how parenting, like, honestly, like, parents are your biggest influence on your behavior. Yeah, you know, yes. Parents. And that gives me anxiety, being a parent. Because, like, the pressure, dude, to be a good parent to my daughter, dude. Like, to raise her. I want to raise her to be like physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually strong, mm -hmm. you know? But also like compassionate, have empathy. Yeah. You know, like I wanna raise her to do all these things, but it's like, I have to model them too. Right. Get it out and, uh, it's, yeah, it's like a lot of pressure being a parent because my parents' parenting style was, yeah, like, uh, wasn't the best, honestly. They did, they did their best with what they knew. Mm. But like, yeah, it's it's tough, man. Just their emotional regulation and just their lack of anger management and stuff. Like, yeah, it, it affects a person. I mean, I'm 33 now. 
and mm -hmm. I still get affected. I think back to like, if I think about why I react a certain way, it comes back to like, oh yeah, it's because I was a kid, this happened, you know? A lot of it is that. Was modeled to, to me as a kid. That's true. I mean, now that you have this background in like <laughs> um, counseling, yes. Do you feel like you can effectively give all this knowledge, hand it over to your daughter, but of course, as she gets older? Yeah. allow her the choice for or for her to make her choices based on based on her own real life experiences i guess i don't know how you yeah say it. no for sure that's a, like i think having a background in ed education and a master's degree in like um child development psychology mm -hmm. counseling psychology and also, I work with kids constantly. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's better equipped me to be a parent. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's always how my daughter handles life is gonna be reflective of what I taught her to. You know, yeah. how she reacts, how she um, responds to things is gonna be like the foundations that I'm showing her. So it's like if she goes, if she, I don't know, I, I feel like. What's the word for it? If she, I don't know, goes through like a season of like this, not a good season, whatever that may look like. Yeah. It's kind of my fault. And it kind of comes comes on me, I, I feel, in a sense, because I parented her, you know? I, I, I like to say maybe not, maybe not. Because there's still the whole, I mean, as you get older, technically in your, maybe within the first 12 years of her life, you'll be her number one but like when she starts being influenced by other things like friends and maybe even social media yeah it's like they say yeah. like oh you can't be a helicopter parent and expect all these things and, and blame yourself for it because it's like there's other yeah. things that come into consideration but i believe yeah if you um equip her well with these knowledge, not with this knowledge, and 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 I believe that if they, if she can feel safe around you and Kiana, right? That's you said it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I don't want to be a helicopter parent. I've seen that. Oh gosh, it's so annoying. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have parents and you're, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying where, but you oh know, gosh, <laughs> let it go. Yeah, like there's. I totally get that, like, but even when you said like they're being influenced, right, by social media or friends, even that, like how they handle that influence is gonna be like, or how they choose to think about it is gonna be like reflective of what I teach her mm -hmm. growing up. So yeah. Which is good because you wanna be transparent as possible so she yeah. doesn't hide stuff yes. from you. Yeah, the she, one thing, I, yeah. yes, I tell Kiana that too, like, the number one thing we probably could do is just stress to her to never feel afraid to talk to us because mm -hmm. the minute she like is want, feels the need to hide stuff from us is when we like are losing ground already you know like <laughs> i want her to be open with, with us like, as much as she as much as she's, she's comfortable with but it, it comes from creating the healthy environment where she can talk to us you know yeah. regardless of 
even if it's oops, even if it's something that like might upset us, mm-hmm. we don't gotta like what's the word um, thrasher over you know like my parents did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's ways to handle it, even things that anger us. You know, and we're not gonna be perfect, obviously. There might be mistakes we make along the way. Right. Doesn't that segue to your number five? Number five, I think so. Oh no. I thought it was conflict resolution. No, that's number six. Oh shoot, my bad. Okay. <laughs> number, number five, even more important than conflict resolution, I think, is the ability to laugh together. Humor, humor, humor. good humor. Or um, you can handle each other's humor, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing because my wife can't handle my humor right now. <laughs> Uh, why you have a dirtier mind? No, <laughs> no, I'm just. Um, I I didn't realize this, but I guess I'm a harsh joker. <laughs> wait, wait. You mean are you more so? Uh, what is it called? Um, Frank. What is it? Called? Sorry. Talk more about it. No, no. Like, yeah. I guess I harsh joke with her a lot, and I didn't realize. Maybe she's more sensitive than most people I hang out with too. Um, maybe that could be it. She is pretty sensitive. I mean, I, I am too. So you tease her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tease her. But it's funny to me, but I, yeah. Ah, see, so putting her down. I know. Oh, no, it's not put downs per se. It's like, and she'll laugh at it too. Sometimes. That's it's why it's confusing. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing for me because sometimes they're funny to her. Other times they're missed. <laughs> it's like, oh. wait. So we're still learning. Maybe she's tired. Could be, yeah. She is a <laughs> super mom yeah. and wife right now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I can be, I can be mean in my humor. Though. I didn't realize that until recently. Like sarcastic. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Are, oh, you, just, are you sarcastic? Um, she doesn't like sarcasm. Am I sarcastic? I guess a little bit. Yeah, mm. yeah. But like, hmm, what's the example? <laughs> Oh no, I don't say it on air. No, no, it's yeah, don't say the example. That's so mean. I mean, it's funny to me. Like... <laughs> Is she gonna listen to this? <laughs> I know, right? She's gonna listen to it. Is she gonna be like more offended that you said it? Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I can sometimes be like kind of a harsh joker. And I, I need to watch that. Because like my wife is not always... <laughs> it doesn't always get received well. So yeah, but like overall, we we definitely laugh a lot together. Though. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good, that too. I think that's medicine, man. Laughter. Yeah, like laughing like every time you're together about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then conflict resolution. <laughs> okay. Yes, learning how to fight well. Learning <laughs> how to fight, disagree, re- resolve. Resolve, yes. In fact, that's what actually got me to like her. Mm. Think of it. Like, like it, is this how you met her, or this is more so in the process of dating? Uh, no, just friends. Oh. Okay. So like, we met in 2015 in December, but I didn't even know her name. I never noticed her. Like, I mean, I I see her around. She was dating my friend at the time. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Steel Steel Your Girl. No. Mr. Steel Your Girl. I guess. No, that guy went crazy. <laughs> we don't want to say who that is then. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see it. Nah, he, he kind of lost his mind. On, like, for real. On the real. And then, like, yeah, he, like, for a little while, he kind of disowned all of our whole friend group. He, I think he was going to do his own thing. And he broke up with Kiana. And then, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, so I met her in that year, 2015. I knew her for a, a long time, like a few years. And then we, I think she, yeah, she liked me first. I never liked her. Mm. I, was, I was never into her, which is the funny thing. Maybe there's nothing to fix. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, too the complex community use. Yeah. I was like, eh. She's too, she's too well adjusted, too perfect. No one is perfect. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know, I couldn't, I didn't see it. And, and we became friends, like we were, we were, we would hang out sometimes. And I think she liked me for a little while. And I just wasn't, I was just oblivious. I just, because I didn't see her that way. So I just didn't like really think of her in that context. And then one day we got into a fight as friends. Oh, what was a fight about? Do you remember? It was like a bunch of things like built up. So we were supposed to like, we, we both love photography. Mm -hmm. So we were going to take pictures at Kailua Beach. Mm -hmm. And then like something, a bunch of things began to happen that day that like made us delayed. And like she got irritated, I got irritated. And I forgot what we were fighting about. But I was so annoyed. Basically, long story short, like we got into a fight that day. We were just friends. And then um, I was totally in the wrong too. Like, and I knew I was. But then she apologized to me. And she apologized first. And I was like, that, is, that blew my mind. <laughs> That's a woman of God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, I was in the wrong. And I, even I know it. Did you apologize yourself? Yeah, yeah. Okay, she just beat me. I mean, she had some things I guess she was at fault for, but I felt more so as me that day. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she apologized first and then we resolved it super quickly. And I was like, oh, that's actually a really good quality. <laughs> Owning up to your faults. Yes, yes. That is a, I agree. That is a good quality. That was, um, yeah, that was, that was the moment actually when I began to like her because that was a quality I admired in her. I've never had that before, mm. like comic resolution skills. Like yeah. all my other ones, they deal with like get into a fight with me and then like, um, I don't know, like storm out or just bash me. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay. I never had someone apologize to me, I think, when I think of it. Not even a friend? Oh, a friend. I mean, like, like, um, yeah, I guess so. I, besides Kiana, like, yeah, other friends, yeah. Yeah, or friends, yes, but as I'm thinking about romantic relationships, I've been in, I don't oh. think I've ever experienced. They always actually. blamed you? Yeah, it's a blame game, yeah. Oh, I hate that keeping score and, like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's fucking toxic. Triggered. Yeah. I'm oh, sure my. Sure yeah. experienced that. <laughs> no way, I, of course not. Really? <laughs> Of course, I'm joking, of obviously. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I feel that was the moment I began to like her because I saw her conflict resolution skills and it was hot. Ooh, <laughs> not the real pants dropper. Nah, <laughs> dude, those are the comedy you should be looking for. <laughs> I didn't even mention <laughs> your dog is like agreeing with I know. <laughs> She's like in the zone. <laughs> Another good quality after that is treat, this person treats others well. Mm. She treats people well. Would you say, well, if you had to use a word for it, what would, what would that be? If someone who treats others well? I think just kindness. Mm. Okay. Or um, would compassionate. 
compassionism be a part of it? Yeah. Okay. Like, I can think of a... Yeah. Man, I distinctly remember this one girl I was dating. It didn't, it didn't last very long. But then, like, I took her to a doctor appointment. Uh-huh. And she was so disrespectful to the doctor <laughs> the whole time. Was she, like, in need of something that's why? Nah, she just was getting... She had this rash on her face. Like, rosacea, I think it's called. Or, mm-hmm. And she, the doctor was prescribing this ointment. And then, like, the doctor, I felt, like, described it pretty well. Like, what it does, what it is. And then she was, like, looking for a specific answer, or maybe a specific way she wanted it worded. Mm-hmm. But she kept asking it in different ways, and the doctor got confused. And, like, just the way, like, she was speaking the, her tone to the doctor, I was like... I remember even thinking, like, wow, what the heck? Well, of course, I was like blinded by my affection for her, so I let it mm-hmm. slide. But that's a red flag. You know, just the way you talk to people in public service. Yeah. I mean, I, I, working in customer service, I think people will want to f- be heard. They want to yeah. um, try to get their point across. So, I mean, obviously, she's frustrated about her rash. But it's like, sure. if they're disrespectful, like you're saying, yeah, if she, if a person's being disrespectful regardless, like, like, they're, at, they're already someone who's like, a professional in what they do, right? Yeah. And then they, they're trying to inform you, but if, because I think the person is already so, already in this re- retaliation mode, they're not even listening to what maybe, maybe the person's yeah. saying. Yeah. So yeah, that I could see that. Like if they have no kindness or no sense of, of self-awareness that, okay, here, I'm being a, a fucking dickhead right now. My asshole card is right here. So I'm letting <laughs> you know, but it's like, yeah, you know, like <clears throat> be, be, yeah. Like, yeah, be good. It was a female doctor too. And even she looked perplexed. She's like, I, I don't know quite what you're asking. And then, yeah, even like, actually, come to think of it, the same girl, but even the way she would talk. Oh, so she had these this friend group, like, these people were supposed to be like her closest friends. Yeah. Like, she would talk so bad about them to me. Uh, like, I never thought about that till just now, but now I think about it, yeah, like, she would only like, kind of bash them and put them down, but in, into their face though. Yeah. yeah. It just... Mm. That's a that's an area that they they need therapy therapy and then <laughs> yeah therapy's good man it's good for you yeah I am a believer of even like talk therapy whatever yeah dude. yeah podcasting <laughs> yeah is that therapy for you it is my creative outlet yes yes sir it's good for you in this season that kind of hmm. well I guess, I guess what we were just talking about kind of does lead into the Number eight, which is, let's see, important quality in a partner. Number eight, this person has self-respect, mm. honor, and dignity. Yeah. Honor is a big one, dude. Honor, doing the right thing when no one's watching. Oh, man. Or honoring your commitments, or honoring your, what do you say you're gonna do? Respecting yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Honoring your commitments. Do you relate that to, like, the, the, from the day-to-day thing, or just, like, also, like, just, um, when someone has to follow, like, trying to follow through on just, like, their own aspirations or something? Like, do you yeah. keep each other accountable as a, 
as a um, as a married couple, like yeah. you guys like um, what's that word? Like interject with yeah. each other. She will with me more so. Oh really? Nice. Yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll call me out, and like there's things, and then, yeah, I get like goals change, right? Ambitions change over time, so of course there's like flexibility in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like honoring what you want to do. Like she says, she wants to like lose X amount of weight by like this day. I was like, okay, we'll do it like the safe way and the healthy way, not just, like, some crash diet, right? Yeah. So we're we're keeping her accountable for that. Her, stay on her goals. Be disciplined. And for me, it's like, I don't know, I want to get, I want that blue belt, man. I mean, I don't want to chase belts in jiu-jitsu, I want to chase skill. But it is nice to like, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see where that takes me. If I ever get my, my uh, next belt promotion. Hmm. Blue belt. That's a, that's a, see, yeah, I'm, I'm committed to the jiu-jitsu game now and I want to like honor that, you know. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm glad that she gives you the opportunity to do that. Yeah, dude, that's rare too. Yeah, that is. I think that's like, uh, not like it's selfless on her part too. Like you guys are very, like allowing each other to still be, still have your own lives, even though your your life is all together. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I did not have that in my marriage, so that's why like I feel like that was the one thing that kind of like broke me down. Um in a sense of like the spirit of love. Like I felt like there was no love because it's like when it comes down to the person not, if, if, it, if, there, if there was probably like no sense of security of like shelter, food or comfort of just having a person next to you, like a body next to you, then apart from that like caring for the person's like other things within the person if that's not there like oh my gosh like i feel like that's what kills marriages oh wow that's interesting so did you feel like you were did you feel you gave her you gave her that though that you didn't reciprocate it i did and i it was kind of i i know like she was a lot a lot of things were like she wanted to like create like a she wanted to be like a self-starter like create like her like a small business thing and you know be able to create um, things for like home decor mm-hmm. and stuff and I was a part of it but then it's like when I was like supporting her for it and it's like I tried it's like she thinks that I was also trying to like be too much in it like oh I want my own thing I'm like okay but like I'm, I mean I'm not trying to like do your work but I'm just saying like I'm here to support you and whatnot like I'm not trying to like take it away I from want you. you to support her. like it's weird like she wanted it's like she wanted like, oh, I want to be able to buy this and make this and do that because I, I feel like this would be rewarding and I don't have to work my other job because after that we can, you know, I can focus more on, on you know, the, us having a kid and whatnot. And I'm just like, but I felt like, okay, this is fucking bluff or this is all like clout because it's oh. like, you know, like in, when you fast forward to what really happened about how she really felt, then it's like, oh, so she, it wasn't authentic. Yeah, it wasn't. And I think she just probably wasn't even able to be in a, a monogamous relationship. So, yeah. So, but you were willing to give her that, I guess, support in that regard. Like, like she wanted to, it sounds like a different job. She wanted to try 
she was yeah. trying to be ambitious or something. Yeah. Yeah, you you were still willing to support her through that, right? Yeah. But in the end, she kind of didn't really want that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what she wanted. <laughs> she, it, it, I mean, it was... Um, I guess also it's hard because I know that if someone who has like ADHD, they tend to want to start a lot of projects and then, but not technically follow through and finish them. So I don't know if that was just one of them, like a part of just like that, her just her own ambition. But like, she, she felt like she lost her identity. So she technically would say, if I'm even like, even making a suggestion about something, it'd be like, Oh, it's, it's my own thing. Don't bother me. You know, like, I'm not like, oh, okay. interesting. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay. Like, and then it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> it sounds like lack of not knowing yourself completely, actually. Mm. Just not, she just didn't know who she was. She's still trying to figure it out. Possibly. Because when you say lost identity, it's like you have to have it before you lose it. But it sounds like she never really quite had it any, ever. You know? Mm. She's uh, trying to figure it maybe, out. yeah. I don't know. Something not. to think about. Hmm. But yeah, my wife, she's really supportive. Like, it's not easy to let me train this often. It's not easy. But she lets me, you know, and I, I'm thankful for that. But I definitely, as a result, pull my weight around the house a lot more, you know? Because mm. I know it's hard. Like, I make sure I wash all the dishes and clean the house and, like, take out the trash, you know, just to help eat, even out her load. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't be like, and ultimately I'd always choose her over training anyway. So if it comes down to it, I'm all going to choose my family. Mm. But it's just nice that she lets me have this privilege to like train this often. Yeah. There's not a lot of married guys that think train as much as I do. You know, what a, a kid. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, to be honest though, like, I'm glad that she, like, she has that capacity as a mother to do that. Like, yeah. She has definitely like such grace for um, for you as for you to, to really, um, mm-hmm. I think that she likes seeing you happy too. Yeah, she, rec- funny you said that, she, she recently did say, that I took a break from jujitsu. Mm-hmm. But of course, as you know, if I don't work out, I get <laughs> my brain. Yeah. You're like, am I going to be better than the other people? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it starts to create problems. <laughs> Self-created problems. Yeah, dude, I need to work out. My hormones are in balance. She was saying that she's like, yeah, you need to train. I've seen is such a difference in my demeanor mm. when I don't get or just work out. Like, yeah. Lift weights, like do something to like, what is the word? Get your endorphins. Oh yeah, going. yeah. Like that's heal. Working out the body heals the mind, man. It's and the sauna. Sauna helps too. You, have, you, have you been going? I haven't been as often, <clears throat> mainly because after I guess like time time wise having to do other stuff. But like, um, I love to use like at least ten minutes at at max. At, I mean like at least to um to after like for post recovery because I can yeah. feel way better like to actually get my stretches in because as a learning now like from from <laughs> chiropractor and physical therapy stuff like if yeah. when you, you need to stretch you, yeah and, and to enhance your range of motion after a strenuous workout because 
you need to allow new a way for blood to flow blood, blood. to your muscle fibers yes. and whatnot. So it's like you can't just do it alone with just uh, with creatine. Like you need to physically do the work after yeah. you do the work. You know, there's still work to be done yes. after the work is done. And so it's like. Yeah. Not playing words, but you know, it's like a, it's, it it's, it's a real thing, and you feel it now more because we're getting to that age where it's like, hmm, I can't tolerate pain. Yes, <laughs> yes. I trained three times in one day, and I was like, why did I ever do this? I'm not young anymore. Three times a day? Dude, yeah. I used to just do morning and night, and I was already like feeling like fucking tired. Dude, my body can't handle it. Like, these young kids can train. For hours, even this one kid was like, "Yeah, testosterone must be like fucking off the wall." Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> She's like, "Do you guys get tired during your role and are sparring?" Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, about a minute in." He's like, "Yeah, I don't even try to think about that till 20 minutes in." I'm like, "What the hell, dude?" No, so, I'm out of breath within a minute and a half, but I gotta conserve energy. I have an old man's game, and I'm like, "That's how it is, man." They're, they can go. They're like energizer buddies. Yeah, no, dude. I found a hack in the sauna. Did I tell you about that? No, I don't think so. But you can tell me more about that, dude. You put a cold or a wet, cold wet napkin over the sensor on the corner. Oh, yeah, because it's uh, it's my it's through electricity, right? How? Yeah, yeah. So, so some people like pour water on the. Those are like that's electricity. That's not like really real rocks. Yeah, know? no, I learned that after someone told me that. Oh yeah. Because yeah. in the old school way, the the real old school, yes. Yeah. It's hot rocks, and then yeah, yeah. So some people do that, but I'm like, no, you're just gonna break the machine. Uh, so put a cold napkin, a cold wet napkin the, over the sensor, uh, dude, because it tricks the sensor. Is that is that why like? Have you done that before when I went in the sauna and like I felt like it was fucking excruciating? I might have. <laughs> I just thought there was like a bunch of us and we we're just like, and I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm actually getting, I'm like dripping sweat yeah. more than normal. I I do that. I did that this morning actually after my training session, mm -hmm. and it got up to two ten in there. Dude, it's so nice. It, it tricks the sensor so it gets hotter. Yeah. But that's I, I like it, man. I want to cook. In there. There's a you know the science behind that, right? Is that supposed to like it also in a way like helps break down the our like cells? Yeah. Or something? Well it's so the the, the studies or well the field of study uh -huh. is around what's called heat shock proteins. Heat shock proteins. Yeah. Because the proteins is basically what builds up the mitochondria for our cells to work to, to recreate more healthy, yeah. um, what is it called? AD, uh, ATP or something? Yeah. I know what you're, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I am not a science person. I'm just remembering stuff from psych, um, yeah. classes. Yeah. Same, same. <laughs> no, but there's like, so they're finding that like, what is the word? Heat therapy? Is it called heat therapy? Heat shock therapy or no? No, it's um, no, it's it's yeah, it's heat therapy, I guess, or heat exposure. Uh -huh. So anyway, oh heat. So number um, I think there's two more parts that you wanted to go over about the 
green and red flags, or I should say essentials. Essentials. For a partner. Yeah, we went, yeah, we took a long time get from one to eight. But yeah, nine, nine and 10 is just, well nine I had, and these are just my personal ones by the way. Oh yeah, I should've said that in the beginning. Yeah, it's okay, everyone knows this, this is all opinion based. Yeah. Um, number nine is definitely physical attraction. And number 10 is like, of course, sex. Oh, like good sex, healthy sex, I don't know. Like sex life meaning like, so yes, you're physically attracted to each other, but when you're with each other, can you pleasure each other? Yeah, yeah. I think that's important. Like, I, I, I was saying earlier, like in your living room, like when we were younger, when I was younger, I feel like that was like the highest thing in my mind or one of the highest things. Because mm-hmm, of sex drive. Yeah, I guess you're, you're in our adolescence. Less things to think about. It's more like high sex drive and, and like pr- thinking primal. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> primal. Different. It's different as an older guy. I mean, I, my sex drive is still pretty. You know, it's, it's healthy. Okay, wait. Real, real talk. Do you feel that now that if you've been like doing, um, say, like you, 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 you done like your conditioning for jujitsu, mm-hmm. can you still? have the the sense of <laughs> of of enough you know manhood to not manhood what the, what's the right word to use i'm energy? using toxic words now <laughs> um, enough energy to be like okay yeah let's 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 give it around oh like <laughs> honey it, girl am, am i too tired after training yeah like is it like okay let's um i don't know if i can if I can release. <laughs> uh, dude, no, I think I'm I'm Filipino man, it's like so high. You it's get the passion. So yeah, dude. <laughs> it hasn't. I thought in my 30s it was just you know, I just thought you guys get older it goes down. I think mine's going up. I don't know. Like that's a good I, thing. My though. drive? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's still pretty healthy, I feel. And there are there are a few days I can think back where I was really tired. Like a gym sesh or a long day, but that's rare. Mm. Like, yeah, usually it's like I'm ready to go. Yeah, nice. That's that's important. Like, it could be all the ashwagandha I've been taking. I don't know. That <laughs> thing is good. Regulates the hormones, man. And muscle and recovery. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, look into ashwagandha. Dude. That thing is great. I've been taking since, since, since I turned thirty. I've been taking that. I remember you were telling me about that when it's just like. It's like a good stress reliever, but then yeah. also it, it it does enhance your testosterone, so it does make yeah. you feel more excited. And I was like, hmm, interesting. It's then, good. Yeah. Then I realized, oh, it relaxes you to the point where your pituitary glands will help to yeah sta- stabilize your hormone levels. Where okay, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, I can get I can get hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like an adaptogen. So like. It, it, it um, prevents your cortisol from spiking. Mm. So stay like any kind of stress, like physical stress, like mm. you're working out really hard, your cortisol is not gonna spike and you can push more weight. You can just keep going. You know? Oh. Yeah. So like your, and as a result of cortisol not spiking, your hormones are balanced for your testosterone is in good standing too. Mm. So it's, it's a really cool thing. It's, um, I take the down to earth brand but yeah, that thing that could be it. That could be why I'm just I'm just like so energetic. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
do you and Kiana have same the same times of happy time? No. <laughs> who's a morning person? Who's a night person? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm an every time person. <laughs> that. Around the clock, basically. Yeah. Anytime you're good to go, let me know. But she's um, she's tired. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what's a good time? What's her time? I think I realized I think, people have times. I didn't realize that. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Did you learn it through marriage? Yeah. 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 I didn't know. I, I think hers is actually mid morning to afternoon, which is I'm at work most of the time. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I gotta I gotta come from work, take a half day. I don't know. Right, right. When baby's napping. Afternoon delight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yes, that is important, man. Like in a relationship. Like physical attraction is like, but, but it's of the ten things I've listed. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, sex is like even it's still top ten. It's just the lowest of all the other things. I would put what I said earlier, like emotional support, communication, treating others well, able to laugh together. That mm-hmm. to me has now risen. Like I think those are more con- like more important. Would you say that that's like the foreplay? That's what creates the most intimacy yeah. when you're gonna get down to business. That's funny you say that. Cause yeah, actually yeah. The fact that I respect her or like she has Yeah, I think it's hot that she gives me emotional support. Yeah. It's like it's easier to get in the mood, but it's like, yeah, yeah, you wanna stimulate her by you know, whatever. It's like you're gonna be kissing, kiss her in the right place, or like yeah, yeah. Putting your fingers in the right place. Or like things yeah. like that. Just physically, yeah. But there's a mental thing too. Yeah. And I think for mental. women too, more so. Men are kind of more physical, I think, with that kind of thing. Yeah. We're yeah. just ready. But women, like, there's, there's a mental aspect. Like, you have to have that emotional connection in the moment. But yeah, it's like, that comes through like talking nice to her or, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, those practices or... I can't be harsh joking, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> we just wanted to just sum up, these are the essentials we like to look for in a relationship. But of course, this is all from opinions from our special guest, Dustin Pack-Lib. Oh, yes, and um, please rate, comment, and let me like review the the podcast give me some feedback i would love to hear more about what you want to know thanks for listening to fallout productions and you have a good day